Takes is a podcast from BCA Research, informing investors with straightforward, actionable analysis of macro and market events. Hi there, and welcome to the Quick Takes podcast. I'm your host, Rakaya Ibrahim, strategist at BCA Research. As the first half of 2023 draws to a close, it's a good time to take a step back and take stock of the performance of financial markets over the past six months. The resilience of U.S. stocks in the face of a hawkish Fed has been particularly impressive, with the S&P 500 up roughly 14% so far this year. Doug Pita, who heads BCA Research's U.S. Investment Strategy Service, has been bullish on U.S. equities throughout this period. So this week, I caught up with Doug to get his take on what has driven the year-to-date equity rally and whether he expects it to continue going forward. Hi, Doug. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for inviting me, Rukai. So the S&P 500 has done quite well so far this year. It's up about 14% year to date. Now you were a guest on the show back in November. And at that time, we discussed your at a consensus view that resilient US consumers will cause corporate revenues to outperform consensus expectations in the early part of 2023. So you've been bullish all along. Now, Irene was a guest on the show a few weeks ago, and we discussed the Q1 earnings season, which showed that more companies than usual did in fact deliver positive earnings surprises. But others have pointed out that the year-to-date rally is actually quite narrow. It's concentrated basically among the stocks that are best positioned to benefit from optimism from the recent AI breakthroughs. So based on your assessment, what are the factors that have contributed to the equity rally? Is it all just about the AI frenzy or is there more of a macro impact there? Now, you asked a macro person, so I may be biased, but I do believe there's more of a macro impact there. While AI surely has contributed something to it, I don't think it's contributed the bulk of it. In my view, the bulk of the catalyst for the equity rally has been about an upward revision of economic expectations, which has led to upward revisions of earnings expectations, or at the very least, whispered earnings expectations, as the recession start date has been delayed for longer than the consensus expected. One way we can see this, to to actually put some numbers on it, is in the FOMC summary of economic projections that was updated and released with the FOMC meeting last week, in which the participants raised their expectation for calendar 2023 real GDP growth from 0.4% in March to 1% now. You can see a similar move occurring in the private sector if you regularly revisit your ECFC, your economic forecast screen on Bloomberg, where at the beginning of May, the economist consensus had growth at 0.1% real in the second quarter, a nine-tenths of a percent contraction in the third quarter, and a three-tenths of a percent contraction in the fourth quarter. 
Those numbers have come up. Now the minus signs have not been removed from Q3 and Q4 yet. So I would expect there's still some more upward, positive upward revisions coming. But to me, that has really been the driver. And I think you know, it is, as we talked about in November, I think it was the underestimated consumer. The S&P 500 is now at around 4370. We're talking Thursday afternoon, and there's increasing evidence that we won't get much relief from monetary policy soon. The Fed has signaled this week that it's likely to hike further and maintain interest rates elevated for longer, even though it held rates unchanged in the last week's meeting. So monetary policy will remain a headwind for the economy and equities. Now, considering this backdrop, are you still constructive on the near-term outlook for U.S. consumers and the economy more broadly? Do you expect equities to remain resilient in the face of the Fed's aggressive monetary tightening campaign? Or are you getting ready to take some chips off the table? It's a little bit of both. Uh, We are still bullish in the very near term. We're still looking for the S&P 500 to reach 4,500, which has been our target. But we do anticipate taking some chips off the table if and when the S&P does reach that level. This, you know, sort of coming back to the first question, before we had our view meeting at the beginning of this week to discuss individual views and how we would formulate them into BCA's house view, one of our colleagues asked, If anything has occurred fundamentally, if anything has changed fundamentally to justify the rally. Now, this colleague of ours believes that it is really an AI story and and only an AI story. But my response to his question was yes. And what I think has changed fundamentally is that unduly pessimistic expectations have been reset higher. I don't think that process is complete. Again, there's still minus signs, if you go to your ECFC screen, for expected real growth in the United States in the third and fourth quarters of this year. But we have already done a lot of the heavy lifting to raise the expectations bar. So it was our expectation when we entered the year that while that expectations bar was lifted, you would see equities rally because professional managers who got prematurely defensive expecting recession to begin sometime in the second quarter of 2023 would be forced to get back into the market as the expectations were revised higher. However, the upward revision, the higher resetting of the expectations bar does carry the seeds of its own demise. So whereas when we entered the year, we thought that the first half was much more likely to generate positive economic and corporate earnings surprises than negative ones, as that expectations bar gets raised and once it gets reset to somewhere where investors are expecting one, one and a half percent real GDP growth in 2023, then it'll become very, very difficult for the economy and for corporate earnings to surprise positively. And at that point, we believe markets will be set up for a fall. And so we do anticipate taking chips off the table when we get to 4,500 to position for a run into the high 3,000s. 
for the S&P 500 because we do believe that a recession is inevitable, albeit delayed, and we believe that when we get that inevitable recession, earnings per share for the S&P 500 are going to fall by double digits. They're going to fall at least 10 to 20 percent, and that once that process is in train, we will want to be underweight equities until the downward revision in earnings estimates is complete. Now, during the year-to-date rally, stocks that are expected to benefit the most from AI have outperformed. So in particular, the IT sector is the best performing equity sector so far this year. And considering that tech stocks are the longest duration equities, it's interesting that this is happening despite an increase in the 10-year treasury yield over the past few months. So how much longer can this divergence continue? And does the decoupling suggest that tech stocks are now vulnerable to the downside? Purely from the relationship between tech stocks absolute and relative performance and moves in longer term yields, we think that decoupling can persist. In our view, the link between interest rates and tech stocks performance isn't anywhere near as strong as the conventional wisdom would have us believe. Now, I recognize that I am really a a lone voice crying out in the wilderness on this one because the conventional wisdom is darn near unanimous on this point. But we've looked, you know, few times over the years within U.S. investment strategy and found that the empirical correlations between moves in interest rates and tech stock performance is really, really weak. It's quite flimsy. So I don't quite know why the conventional wisdom became so entrenched, but I think this is a place where an investor can perhaps profit by zigging while the rest of the market is zagging. Well, Doug, thanks a lot for joining me today on the podcast. Thank you, Rikai. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Quick Takes podcast. We'll be bringing you weekly quick takes with BCA strategists on a range of macro and market topics. Stay tuned for next week's episode.